0: MoneyWeb at Midday for all your up-to-date stories. In the meantime, though, let's talk about poultry. You'll be aware the International Trade Administration Commission has confirmed that it's lifting punitive tariffs on imported chicken. The decision was made in response to the impacts of the highly pathogenic avian influenza HPAI, also known as bird flu, which, I don't need to tell you, has ravaged both global and local poultry supplies. With us now is Aibonga Kawe, who is the I. TAC Chief Commissioner. A very warm welcome to you. And just a little bit of context first, can you elaborate for me on the decision-making process that you went through?
1: I think the starting point is is for members of the public to understand the nature of the work we do. Uh, The bulk of our work, yes, some of it done by our own initiative, but the bulk of it really comes from policy statements and policy directives that come from the executive arm of government. And in this instance, in line with Section 16 of, of the International Trade Administration Act, the Minister of Trade, Industry and Competition uh, directed itech to consider a temporary rebate on different categories of poultry products. Now, this followed the culling of millions of chickens and, of course, the announcement of HPI avian flu outbreak by the Department of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development. And we've already seen, certainly since that outbreak was announced. In the second half of last year millions of uh, chickens culled uh, across the entire value chain Mm. from breeders to layers and so this really i guess was a directive that uh, tried to preempt uh, what uh, many would have anticipated plausibly so would be a shortage in poultry products which would affect poor working class households for whom uh, poultry is the main protein staple so really, that was the motivation behind this. We were given a directive to investigate it. And in that process, uh, would have given an opportunity to many players, including the importers, the wholesalers, uh, domestic poultry producers, and of course, organs of state, such as the National Agricultural Marketing Council and the Department of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development. Now, we then, uh, towards the latter part of last year and the early parts of this year, then made a recommendation to the Minister of Trade, Industry and Competition and subsequently to the Minister of Finance for a consideration of such a temporary rebate which would be informed by the assessment of the outbreak by the Line Ministry which is the Department of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development. So it's quite bizarre that there are certain comments in the public which um, I guess aim to suggest that this is a decision that was a foolhardy one that was taken without any engagement with the submissions that different stakeholders would have made. Um, and we remain guided in this process by the outbreak, which um, certainly from many of the suggestions by Delrod is very much still working.
0: Are you able to then give me a sense materially as to how this is going to affect the price of chicken, both in the short and the long term? Have you done those numbers?
1: Well, so I think maybe two things, uh, Jeremy, which will be of assistance in this case. Uh, ordinarily. Uh, The expectation is that this would ease not just the volume shortage, so the availability of poultry, but also that it would have a softening effect on the price increases um, in the food basket of many poor households that we continue to observe. Now, in line with that, there are certain other factors that would inform whether or not the lower prices that would be found at the ports for containers bringing in poultry products would translate into lower prices for consumers when they get to the shelves. A big part of that has to do with whether or not the importer, wholesaler, retailer kind of relay ensures that um, there isn't really, I guess, a passing on to consumers of unreasonable markups. And that's why in the recommendation that we made to the minister, we requested that he also consider certain other instruments that he has at his disposal in order to monitor whether or not these prices will be passed through. And in instances where that doesn't happen, uh, I guess, uh, correspondingly uh, uh, respond. So, So I think preemptively, it wouldn't make sense to run those numbers because you would have to make all manner of assumptions about whether or not the people at the port who pass it on to the wholesalers, then the wholesalers pass on that price reprieve down to the retailers, who then, of course, will pass it on to the consumers. Could, could we uh, So talk, many could we other talk, things then, could ab- potentially happen in that chain.
0: Fair enough. So are there other measures then as a result of what you've just told me that ITAC could consider to mitigate the impacts of bird flu and other external factors on increasing yeah. food prices?
1: So, Jeremy, I mean, what we have in our toolbox is the – um, investigative capability and in this instance we've undertaken an investigation that has allowed us to compute uh, I guess the um, you know shortages we would anticipate in the South African market for 2024 which would inform the volume of uh, the quota of uh, poultry allowed to come in and I would encourage members of the public to really read that report it's publicly available on the ITAC website and um, so so that's what we have in our toolbox but as you would imagine other organs of state also have other tools that they can then summon. Um, and in this instance, I, I think we flagged the price monitoring uh, tools that I guess might be accessible to the uh, department. But in addition to that, I think part of responding to this outbreak is really to ensure within our veterinary services, uh, which would rest with DalRat, and even uh, the prospect of vaccination here in order to deal with this outbreak. Mm. It's not the first we've experienced and certainly won't be the last, uh, Jeremy. And I think it does require a coordinated intergovernmental response Uh, We just have the toolkit insofar as the trade instruments are concerned. Um, But I think there are many other organs of state uh, who, in responding to this, would be able to do so. And I think it's encouraging that the domestic industry has also come to the party in, in suggesting all manner of contingency measures that they have taken and continue to take. And really, I guess, signalling an all-of-society approach insofar as this is concerned.
0: I'll just need a quick answer to this one. The concern, of course, would be that the benefits of the rebate are passed on to the consumers, but that Mm. would be outside your scale or outside your remit. Am I right?
1: Indeed it would be. And that's why I'm saying Mm -hmm. that there are two pieces of legislation, one being the Consumer Protection Act and the other being the Competition Mm. Act, which allow the executive authority in this instance The ability to intervene, one, to monitor prices and where there are unconscionable and unreasonable prices on the back of this reprieve uh, to intervene accordingly. And those pieces of legislation would deal with that. And I think we flagged that in our recommendation.
0: I'm going to leave it there. Thank you very much for joining me.